Highlighting women across the board, making moves, fulfilling dreams, empowerment galore. Lifestyle and health, girl, do you wanna thrive? Rebellious giving you the vision, open your eyes. Rebellious. Rebellious. Morgan, the CEO of Rebellious, and we are so glad to have you back for the second episode of Rebel Talk. And this episode's Rebel Read for me will be about soul snatchers and purpose trainers. I urge you to be wary of the people that you keep in your circle. I know we've heard this a million times and we block it out because we're like, hey, duh, I know this, until it's someone within our circle who hurts us or is becoming draining. It's so important to protect your peace and your purpose to the fullest extent. And that's because there are people who just want to be around you because of your purpose and the unique skill set that you possess. They want a piece of that and they yearn for it because they simply do not have it. There's a difference in soul snatchers and purpose trainers than people who are genuinely seeking your purpose for help and for utilizing it in the way that you were designed to. If people are seeking out your purpose, but not for the right reasons or making you feel uncomfortable in the way that you utilize it naturally at best should not be in your surroundings or consuming any of your energy. They want to use your purpose for what they're lacking or to discourage you from your calling. Don't let people snatch your soul out here because they yearn to have exactly what you have. They want to use your energy, confidence, and skill because they are not comfortable and are insecure with themselves and their purpose. So, they seek in others what they want for themselves to use and abuse and will take from you without any remorse as long as it fulfills what they think is their purpose. But, it is a proven fact that you cannot and will not ever be successful from another person's purpose simply because it was designed uniquely for them and not you. You may have the same interests, but the way that you utilize your purpose and your unique gifts will always stand out, and that is what will make you successful in defining and developing yours. Hey y'all, it's Brittany. And it's your girl Tradia. And this is Rebel Talk. Episode 2. So basically, we're just going to go ahead and jump right in. Today, our topic is twice as good. Yes, you heard it right. In honor of Scandal's last episode coming up this Thursday, um, we're going to talk about twice as good. One of the things that Olivia Pope's dad always says to her. Mm -hmm. So, Tradia, tell me, what does that mean to you? So, twice as good. Being a black woman, I feel like we have to be twice as good to be noticed in the corporate world anywhere. So, for instance, say if you work for a high company. You have to be twice as good just to stand out and just to keep your place as a black woman. So I think when when you say twice as good, it's basically meaning we have to do more as African Americans to get by. That's what I think it means, twice as good. He says you have to be twice as good to get half of what they have. Mm -hmm. So they, meaning the others who are not black Mm -hmm. and who are not black women, you have to be twice as good. There's no room for mistakes. Mm -hmm. Failure is not an option. So in our generation where a lot of black women, we are basically the most educated group in the country. Yeah, exactly. We are, we, we take that to heart because you definitely have to be on your game. You have to. And it kind of sucks that just because we're African American, we have to be like, 
it's important for us to be twice as good just to make it. I think that's really ridiculous. Just but to get even have. Just to get even have, exactly. that. To me, that's kind of like really ridiculous, but it's worked out in our favor because we're twice as good. You know right. what I'm saying? We're twice as good at everything, and I'm not downing anybody else, but... Me, personally, I'm a black woman, and I noticed me being twice as good has helped me surpass a lot of stuff in my life. So, And one thing I will talk about as far as like getting jobs, I feel like, personally for me, for instance, you know, some black women have different type of names. For instance, my name is Tradia. So if you're looking at an application, right, and my name is Tradia McCoy, as a black woman, you know, black people may have some They're different probably gonna un- think unique names. They're going to think it's ghetto, and it's probably going to get twice, it's going to get put to the back burner, you know, as, a, as opposed to like Britney. You know? Okay. Brittany's more standard. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tradia and Brittany. So, I feel like for me, my name being Tradia, I have to be twice as good outside of an application so people can see what I can do in life. So, it's, it's up to you to be twice as good just to show who you are and what you can bring to the table. Right. So, yeah. So, for me, I have to work twice as, as much just because of, like, my name. And it might not be the most common, but a lot of companies like to be safe. They like to go for the Chelsea's, the Britney's, you know? So, mm-hmm. personally, I like to be... I like to stand out more because on paper it might not look as good because they definitely read your name and they judge you. So, and right. as a black woman, you know, it's, it's important for us to be twice as good. I think our generation is already, that's already kind of embedded in, into us to be better mm-hmm. because we already know that nothing's going to be given to us. Like, it may be given to someone else, but we already know us being who we are, there's, there's no handouts. And if you want it, you have to actually, you have to go get it. You got to go take it. Yeah. And to basically be twice as good, meaning we don't have that white privilege. Yeah. And so in order to even just get to the level of white privilege, Mm -hmm. we have to be twice as good. And then to excel above that, we have to be even better than twice as good. Yeah, that's that's what sucks. You know, um, and I think that can cause a lot of pressure on on black women sometimes. I'm just trying to keep up with... Um, with everybody else or mm-hmm. not being seen as just some angry black woman uh-huh. or some some bitch just because yeah. you're ambitious about what you're trying to do. So shout out to all the black women out there who Hustling. are being more than just twice as good, but are, you know, being quadruple. Yeah, we've good. always like, been that backbone. And it kind of kills me that people think just because a black woman is so like work driven so goal oriented like we're like being seen as bitches like what we want to we have to get it we would stay here no to excuses. get it no matter what you right. know what I'm saying because people have tried to knock us and not even black women black people in period we've been knocked down so much so it's so important for us to like really get it and go after what we believe in and a lot of people might say oh all y'all care about is work blah blah blah, blah. but that's just what we have to do for ourselves <laughs> and honestly it might be all women but me personally, since I'm a black woman, I know what we go through, especially in the corporate world and things like that. Luckily, I don't, I haven't personally dealt with that yet, you know, mm-hmm. as far as feeling like I'm not as good. But what I will relate to as far as like our, our careers, do you feel like you have to be twice as good to keep your career, keep what you want in life? Because for, for instance, me in the radio, I feel like I have to be twice as good to keep my position. And that's important. No matter what you're trying to go after, you always want to out beat the next person not to sound cocky or nothing like that mm-hmm. but you have to put yourself in that position to where hey there's millions of people that want the same thing i want what makes me twice as good you yeah, know what so makes you stand out? what makes you stand out so me dealing in radio i've noticed that like i have to stand out in ways that 
a lot of people don't probably won't stand out I have to do more so I could stand out have you dealt with that in your career as far as like feeling like you're twice you have to be twice as good I think that's probably something that I kind of dealt with coming in out of um, undergrad and going into grad school because I knew just having um, a bachelor's in a degree that I had no interest in um, wasn't gonna really help me I didn't feel like it was gonna help me so I felt like okay in order for me to get an edge up on anybody I got to go ahead and get this master's I got to go ahead and say well mm -hmm. okay like I have a background in this but I also have this mm -hmm. just to go ahead and just be in that number that's not just you know undergrad but just brad like status yeah I've been I've done both I have two degrees mm -hmm. I think in any setting, we have to, I guess you could say, be more aware of ourselves than other people have to be. Mm -hmm. um, we have to think more so about, especially the stereotypes about black women, the angry, oh, yeah. oh, loud, that's a whole other conversation, or whatever like that. You have to be on your, you have to be on your shit twenty four seven. There's really no room for any mistakes, and I mean, and that can that can drive a lot of people. Then sometimes that can be. That can be really crushing to some people, the pressure of it all. So I think it's really just about finding the focus and to continuing to push yourself because I have to push myself every day because a yeah. lot of times I just want to lay down and I just want to watch my Netflix. Exactly. I don't want to do nothing else. Exactly. <laughs> like, Today's situation. Everybody knows I love a good TV show. Like, uh -huh. like I said before, y'all, y'all want TV shows to hit me up because I got them. Right. I got them. <laughs> I got you. them. Brittany's cool, y'all. But, you know, like just forcing yourself to get away from the things that make you comfortable and put yourself in uncomfortable situations so that you can grow helps you to be twice as good, um, three times as good, quadruple times as good. Like you have to just be better. We don't, There's no room for us to just slack. And I think that's a lesson that as we get older, we start to really, really to realize, really realize uh -huh. and take into consideration and really like, you know, we don't we don't we don't have that luxury to um, just sit by the wayside and just let things come. We have to actually go and be go. We have to be go-getters. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's probably like my take on twice as good. Twice as good. Yeah. Me I, too. I feel like, you know, of course, being twice as good, I feel like as black African-American people, it's all, not for them, but for us to feel good about ourselves that it's okay to be twice as good because we know what we can bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm not trying to bash any other race or anything like that, but as black people... We have to be twice as good. So I say it's okay to be twice as good. You know, as long as you're doing it for yourself, don't try to compete with anybody else just because you're trying to be twice as good. So just, you know, just always make sure you bring it back to yourself and just be humble about it and just do what you got to do for yourself as African-Americans. Because, again, we have a lot of stuff on our backs. So it's good that we just stand out in ways that make us feel comfortable. All right. This is our segment that we call Rebellious Now. We talk about all the hot topics and everything that's going on in our culture. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So right now, our first topic we're going to talk about is Cardi B Miss Cardi B, Nicki Minaj. So how do you feel about their quote-unquote beef? Because a lot of people, I think the audience and everybody else, like the listeners, are trying to make them have beef but on the low I feel like Nicki Minaj is kind of like 
jealous. On the low, though. I don't even think she's jealous. I think she's just kind of just like, listen, I've been doing this for a while. How dare y'all try to sit here and put somebody who's only been doing this for a hot second, not saying she's not hot. Mm -hmm. Hot second on the same level as me, but in the most humblest way she knows how. And I think people want it to be a competition because they don't feel like it's room for two great artists, you know, black females. Female artists, yeah. Like at the top. But I will say people are really kind of just like getting out of hand. Like With yes, it, Cardi yeah. Yes, Cardi B's album was great. She's talented. But let's not Oh, there's go, a but? But let's <laughs> wait let's a minute now. Not, let's not go over our heads, okay? What's going over our heads? Nicki Minaj has been doing this. She's been doing for a minute. Which is true. For a minute. Like we all know Itty Bitty Piggy. Okay, Brittany. Brittany, not We all it. know Itty Bitty Piggy. And I'm sorry. Oh, I can't think of a... I mean, Cardi B's come up was a little different. We weren't, like, necessarily just... Well, I know I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily just listening to her mixtapes. Yeah. Bodak Yellow was what made me pay attention. That's the hot... That was her hottest that track, was, yeah. Well, okay, Lick kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. But, like, that was, like, the only thing that kind of made you pay attention. Like, Nicki Minaj and Itty Bitty Piggy mm-hmm. and wasn't even signed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I think... People, and I think there's room for both of them. I mean, they're both black women being more than just twice as good. They're yeah. being, you know. They're, they're overcoming extra, a lot. Yeah. And I think the putting them against each other, I mean, I guess for rap, it's just about the, it's just about how the game goes and, mm-hmm. you know, who's going to be the biggest rapper, who's going to be better than that. But I don't think it was more so like Nicki Minaj being jealous because it's just like, really? What does she have to be jealous about? I don't about? think Nicki Minaj was jealous, but you know how like when you're on this pedestal and then, for instance... We're seniors in college, and then all of a sudden this freshman comes in and just takes all the shine. So being a senior in college, you're like, hold on now. I done been there, done that. Who is this little freshman thinking they can come in and take my shine? I feel like that's Nicki Minaj and Cardi B's um, situation right now because, for instance, Nicki Minaj is hot right now. But Cardi B is just what it is right now. You know what I'm saying? And I think Nicki Minaj is kind of threatened a little bit. I really think she's threatened. And you can't... Don't give me that face. Brittany's giving me the face off. <laughs> Brittany, you know Nicki Minaj. For instance, um, she had a clip talking about how... the. Have you heard about how the motorsport song went about? Yes. Yeah, so she, I feel like she, was, she felt like Cardi B was supposed to kind of be honored to be on a song with Nicki Minaj and Cardi B didn't have that. Okay, and if, she you're didn't a newcomer, have that. if you're a newcomer in the R&B game and Beyonce wants to do a song with you, mm-hmm. would you be honored then? True, I would be honored. But, be but honored. see, we, just because I will be Cardi B probably think like, hey, like, just because Nicki Minaj been doing this, I'm twice as good as two. I don't have to give her that respect just I mean, because she's Nicki Minaj. I don't even think it was more so, okay, some people think it is like, oh, she wanted her to like sing her praises and kiss her ass. I don't even necessarily yeah. think it was just that. I guess she just was just kind of just like, all you had to say about me is that I changed my my verse on your song, and it it kind of it kind of implied that Cardi was basically saying I, I don't know like I, the verse that I heard that's not what's on the song. Mm-hmm. She changed her verse, so automatically you're thinking oh mm-hmm. when I heard Cardi B's verse mm-hmm. and thought oh I got to come harder mm-hmm. instead of telling the backstory. So then you're already adding fuel to the flame that you're you're adding fuel to the flame that she's a hater. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing in her eyes she's just like. You're making it seem like I'm hating on you when I'm all I'm trying to do is just support you. And I think that's why her feelings was hurt. And that's why sometimes other females don't want to reach out and support other females because they feel like you're not going to be appreciative in the first place. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, at, at the end of the day, Nicki Minaj is at a higher status. That's just because she's just been there long. She's, she's been, been there longer. She's yeah, been in the I game longer. That. Mm-hmm. And not saying that Cardi B won't ever get there, but she's only she's new. She's yeah. new. So you do you don't have to kiss ass, but you do have to 
like show your respect you something? have to face the facts yeah. of who's at who's been at the top and who's who's doing this and you know just play just play the game but honestly did Nicki Minaj even have Cardi B like welcome her with open arms you know I feel like Nicki Minaj has been shady though because for instance Cardi B hasn't really had beef with anybody in the industry but Nicki Minaj has I mean she did the same thing with Remy Ma Remy Ma came back Harder than ever. Nicki Minaj obviously was hating. Well, now I won't say hating, but she felt threatened in my opinion. And she's doing the same thing to Cardi B. That's literally how I feel because Nicki Minaj, think about the Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj situation. Remy Ma was known as the one of the greatest rappers back in her day, right? But Remy Ma, when she came back into rap, she was humble about it. But since Remy Ma was getting all this praise, Nicki Minaj felt a little threatened by it. So that's when they had like the no frauds and all this other stuff that she had going on. They had this beef. So I really feel like Nicki's kind of like setting this tone for it though because i haven't seen Nicki minaj not once post anything about cardi b's album not once praised her and if there's no beef if the outsiders are thinking there's beef Nicki minaj why don't you clear it up since you're the top dog since you're Nicki minaj why don't you clear it up you know what i'm saying she hasn't done that just yet instead Nicki minaj dropped barbie tings and chan chan lu chan lu she dropped chan lee instead of <laughs> instead of praising Cardi B, which album probably came out two days before Barbie Team. Okay. This, so you know this, what this I mean. This is what we're going to do, though. This, this is what we're going to do. If Nicki, <laughs> Nicki Minaj, Minaj is hating. If Nicki Minaj would have released those singles two months from now, it still would have been an issue because everybody would have been like, Cardi B's album hasn't even been out a full three months yet, and you're already releasing. Like, that wasn't. That's Cardi's better than two days, I mean, honestly. I mean, but Drake released, no. a song, Drake released a song on the same day as the album. Okay, well, it's Drake. Drake don't have I no mean, beef. and it's Nicki Minaj. But like, see, but Nicki Minaj and Cardi B are she like... She said they're the big three. Her, Lil Wayne, and Drizzy Drake. Like, they're the big three. So my thing is, because she's a female and she mm-hmm. released her stuff, she, in my opinion, she gave her enough time to shine. You think so? Yeah. I mean... I mean, yeah. shoot. True. Beyonce being the bigger star, like, 2016, being the bigger star, released her album not too long after Rihanna, and somebody could have been like... That was that was that was rude of her to not let Rihanna have her shine. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like at the end of the day, they're artists. What are they supposed to do? Just sit there and just have, um, you know, like mm-hmm. beef about it. Anyway, but so. I, I definitely feel like I don't know. I just don't like the way that maybe just the way it looks to us. You know, we're outside looking mm-hmm. at. So of course, Cardi B probably looks. Um, Nicki Minaj probably looks, you know, a little shady. But this Nicki Minaj did have this to say. Take a listen. The only thing with Cardi that really, really, really hurt my feelings was the first interview she did after Motorsport came out. I remember, like, when I first came in the game, um, if a female of that stature had done a feature with me on it, I would only be, you know, singing their praises and, uh, and, and saying thank you. The first interview she did after Motorsport came out, it just really hurt me. Because she looked so aggravated and angry. And the only thing she kept saying was, oh, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that verse. I didn't hear that verse. She changed her verse. Like, I was like, what? So, yes, you heard a little clip of Nicki Minaj explaining motorsport, basically. So, I'm going to say that I think as black women being in the rap game, they should just end any feud they may have or whatever. So, at the end of the day, I still think Nicki Minaj is being shady. But anyway, I guess we can move on. <laughs> Moving on. Three. Shout out to the queen B. Miss she was the first black female to headline Coachella, aka Beachella. Beachella, I saw the hashtag. And every HBCU graduate in this entire nation got their whole entire lives. Mm-hmm. Okay, like it was, was amazing though. 
That was something to stay up for. Yeah. Did you see um, the return of De- Destiny's Child? Oh, my God. How did Michelle do? Because I'm not going to lie. I didn't really I see it. I'm going to watch it tonight. But I got And you know, I'm the Navy. but Girl, she sure is. I, I'm the Navy. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. You always got to give props where, you know. Props is due. Props is due. And Beyonce is the greatest performer. Of all time. Of our time. Of our time. Because we've never seen Michael Jackson in person. So and you know what? Know. I was going to go to This Is It. I was willing to spend up to $500 on a ticket for This Is It. Damn. It's, this Is It. That's the final Michael Jackson performance. I was going to go see it. R.I.P. Big Mike. I know. Mm. But yeah, Beyonce is definitely... Beyonce. And my girl Riri was front row center like, yes, I'm of course. Queen, but I'm going to support this queen too. So of we can course. go ahead and dead all that. All of that. Was they're it all it? queens. They're both queens in their own right. People, we try to make a beef. I don't think they really had a beef. It's like Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. We made the beef. <laughs> they had beef? Um, I don't know. Okay. Really. I mean, I don't really know. I'm the Navy, so Rihanna. it's just like. Well, okay, yeah, ring the, ring the alarm when those Rihanna was I'd be damned if I see another chick on your arm. And yeah. it will not be Rihanna. I sound like a true hater right now. Like, Jay-Z already, like, 12 years older than Beyonce. Beyonce, Rihanna didn't want that old-ass man. Come on. Hey, let's anyway. don't knock it until you try <laughs> anyway. it. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, shout out to Queen B for bringing, um, out, bringing out Destiny's Child, bringing out Solange. Yeah. Um, basically paying tribute to all the, black, all the blackness of the colleges. And if you don't know what that is, then mm-hmm. you experienced a HBCU homecoming right there in two hours. Yes, um, ma'am. Yeah, basically all the sass and the frass and all that ass that <laughs> Beyonce is cakey that you, that you saw. So anyway, um, well let's let's get into a topic that's trending as we speak: Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. Oh, goodness. now we've seen how. Okay, <laughs> I think I've seen how they got together. Tristan Thompson had a pregnant girlfriend. Right. He was dealing with her. Jordan, then, Jordan, I think it's Craig. Yeah, Jordan and, Craig, and then he left her pregnant at all mm-hmm. for Khloe Kardashian now like a lot it of people was an upgrade but, uh-huh. it it, but it wasn't listen I feel like anybody who joins the Kardashian family just good luck but You're anyway cursed. <laughs> yeah, cursed. So we saw that play out in the media. So now reports are Tristan Thompson was caught cheating, child. He was caught cheating with like three girls. So a lot of people are saying this is a publicity stunt, though, for their new season coming out. And a lot of people are saying this is karma. Yeah. So who really knows? It could be all of that in one. Um, honestly, I don't know what type of. And, and I don't know. The Kardashians, I really have a love hate relationship. I'm with over them. them. I have a love hate relationship with them just because. I don't like the cultural appropriation. Yeah. Um, but like Kim, I, yeah. I, I like Kim sometimes, and then sometimes I don't. So I said it's, it's a love hate. Because one thing you can't say is that these these women ain't getting their money. Oh, they they chasing that bag, honey. They, but, baller after baller, they chasing that but, bag. But at what cost? At what now extent? Uh-huh. And that's 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 one of the things about you know people saying it's publicity stunt because. They they don't release music. They don't they don't yeah. put out prop, like big so projects. They need something. Like, so they need something to keep themselves relevant. Mm-hmm. So why why not? You have to keep putting out news so people will still think about you. Mm-hmm. So why not? I mean, and honestly, this probably could have been something that she's known about for forever. Mm-hmm. And then you know, well, we're, I'm, about to, I'm about to go into labor soon anyway because before the news even came out, she was already due. She was due, but and she's due early though. I don't think they said I like think I thought they said like April, late April though. I thought she was due the end of March. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe one of our listeners can correct us or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like if it was a publicity stunt, it's just like that just shows you that 
these people don't care like how low they have to go to get attention. They're going to get that attention and they're going to get that. They're going to get that publicity. But um, most for the most part, I think a lot of people just felt like this is just this is what you get. Mm -hmm. You should have been messing with that man when he had a girlfriend who was pregnant in the first place. Yep. So, I mean, she went from baller after baller, though, and then a lot of her family even unfriended. Tristan Thompson on all social media. So they're, they're saying it's real. And they even saying that they want Chloe to break up with him. So they wanted to end. Um, another report is that he was also allowed to be in the room as she gave birth. And then another report came out said that she forgave him. So yeah. I don't know. It's just really touchy with the would Kardashians. You be, would you be able to forgive somebody for that? Like I felt in the public ooh, eye like that? Ooh, no. Because <laughs> uh, I would be too embarrassed. Like, no, you're not going to play me. But then again... I always tell myself, you don't know unless you're in that situation. Yeah, and I, no. I feel like I've been in a situation like this. Ain't nobody ever had, like, no kid on me or nothing like that. But I've been in a situation too, like, ooh, okay. I'm thinking I'm going to be done, and then I go right back. So it's just yeah. all about – and, then again, we also got to realize she's having her first child with this guy. So, of course, her emotions are high, and she doesn't know what to do. And I don't think it's very smart of her to just forget all of it and just dump him. I don't think that's really too smart. What do you think? Yeah, because it's new. I mean, That's her first child with her first boyfriend that she claimed to love outside of Lamar Odom. So this is her first child. I know her emotions are running high, and she just don't know what to do. But I, I definitely think that they're not going to break up. I think they're not going to end their I mean, relationship. She, they probably won't. But I feel like there's just a certain level of disrespect. Like if you're carrying somebody's child, mm-hmm. like and a good thing for Jordan Craig because she, she avoided all this. Like God was looking out on her because you know yeah. what I'm saying. She at at really what it looks like right now is that she's just getting the last laugh. Yeah, like. Um, but you know, I would always say to make sure that she made sure he was involved. Yeah. Um, it, I don't think he's so much involved with his other child, which is very, so sad. That's very sad. Um, but if anything, girl, just let him be daddy and go on and bounce to the next. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So Chloe Kardashian, I'm going to say just do what you got to do, girl. You got a new baby, your first child. So do what you got to do. But Tristan, mm-mm-mm. child. That's another story. So our last and final hot topic, if you want to call it, um, Mariah Carey admits that she is bipolar. bipolar, Right. Mm -hmm. For a few years now. I mean, honestly, I saw this coming. But didn't get an idea because I thought Mariah Carey was just a diva. I didn't think she was bipolar. I think everybody thought she was just like an extreme diva. Like, everybody was thinking, okay, yeah, she is crazy. But nobody actually thought like... You really have something going on mentally up there, yeah. And she really, she really does. So I mean, that kind of just kind of shows that you never know what mm-hmm. anybody's going through, exactly. celebrity, legend or not. You mm-hmm. know, um, I'm still uh, jamming out to the emancipation of Mimi. Oh my god! <laughs> and I feel like even Mariah Carey came into the game so young, you know. So mm-hmm. she probably dealt with so much that we don't even know about. So when we're judging from the outside looking in, like Mariah Carey, listen, you have it all. You're a great vocalist. You can do whatever. So how you now you're telling us that you're bipolar? Like, how does this happen? But again, when you come into the game so early on, a lot of stuff takes place and transpire, transpires. So um, her saying that she's bipolar, I'm glad that she came out with it because I'm not going to lie. I didn't really like her and Nick Cannon together because I love Nick Cannon. I think I think <laughs> you I really Nick thought, Cannon for yourself? I, I thought, I, <laughs> no, I thought Nick Cannon was just like too good for her. It's crazy. Nick Cannon now, was too good for Mariah Carey. Y'all like to Nick downplay Cannon. Nick Cannon. Nick, Nick Cannon, Cannon didn't even put out a hit. No, it's not about his. Oh. Nick Cannon is very smart, though. If you he think is about smart. Nick Cannon, he don't even need a hit single because we all know Nick Cannon is not the most rapper. Whatever he does, rap sing, he's not that. But Nick Cannon is very smart. He bagged Mariah Carey. He got to be smart. He bagged Mariah Carey. 
Okay. You know what we love Nick Cannon for? I love Nick Cannon we for. We love Nick Cannon for. Love don't cost a thing. And he was on the beach and he was going chop, mm, chop, mm, then, mm. Mm. Yep. Yeah. But Nick Cannon is smart though. and um, He is smart. He, he I, is smart. I liked them together, but I didn't think Nick Cannon was. I think he, I did think It was kind of awkward. It was weird. He it was came too good out for of, her. It came out of nowhere. I don't think he was too good for her. Okay. Mariah Carey thinks think she's too good for everybody. Match. I feel like Mariah Carey came on to him too, so... Anyway, her coming out that she's bipolar, <laughs> that's probably why Nick Cannon had to, to go. That probably is why that's a lot of her relationship, she's like, oh, this bitch is crazy. She was like engaged to a billionaire, and all of a sudden, they wasn't engaged And anymore. he probably was just like, uh-uh, this bitch is crazy. Exactly. They all was like, this bitch is crazy. So but, do you, you know, that's, that's not, I'm going I'm to stop joking about that, but yeah, that's, that's serious. It um, is serious. Do you think that's why it affects her singing? Like, you know, we always see her in, like, Times Square singing, and she always does bad. Like, do you think... Do you think that plays? Think a, she's having a fit, like getting. Yeah, a fit? like do you think it plays a role into why she can't perform like she used to because she's bipolar? I mean, not really, because bipolarism is kind of just. like, I mean, I mean, it's it's extreme highs and extreme lows, right? Mm-hmm. I would feel like if she was at extremely low, she wouldn't even got on the stage in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, you girl, you getting on that stage. She not doing her best. That I don't know. That's just the diva in her. She bipolar or not, she's been a diva. She's been a diva. Yeah. So well, I, hopefully I she gets her act together. You know, Mariah mm-hmm. Carey. We wish you the best, and I hope she gets the help that she does need because she does have two young children. So we hope that she gets the work and the help that she needs. So yeah, yeah. So we're about to move into our next segment, and we're gonna shout out um one of our rebels for the month. Brianna Salem mm-hmm. is a graduate of South Carolina State University and has her own vintage shop, Pop of Vintage where she finds neat little finds, and she resells them, and she's very fashionable, very chic, and we wanted to shout her out today. Um, she also has a um, YouTube channel. She's a makeup mm-hmm. guru, Keeping Up With BB, um, and you can see her do some of her tutorials on her face and how she beats it, because homegirls always snatch. I love BB. yes. I love she's her. She's so humble and so sweet, and I love her clothing, everything about her. It's just wonderful. And so just just for your information, um, if you're going to be in South Carolina anytime soon, um, and during the summer, she's going to have a couple pop-up shops where she's going to be showcasing some of the neat finds that she's found when she's been going thrifting, and that's going to be her shop. Um, this past uh, week, of course, I think maybe like the last two weeks, maybe two weeks ago, mm-hmm. she actually styled a segment for um, someone in Anderson for a fashion show. It was the... Elite Angel Model Troop, yeah, yeah Elite, Elite Model, model Troop, uh-huh. and it was Hidden Treasures uh, Fashion Production in Anderson. So, um, we just wanted to give you a big Rebel shout out. Should girl. we give her a round of applause? Yes, big yes, making big moves. We're so proud of you. Um, and we, I saw her transformation moving. too. We went to school with her, so just to see her transform into the woman that she is today is amazing. Right, yeah. So. I love to see that. So, so shout out to you. Congratulations to you, girl, for being the big boss, the rebel of the month, girl. April, not April, May is all about <laughs> you. Yes, okay. she needs the right. stylist. So, BB, go ahead and style Hit me some, girl. girl. Yep. So, last but not least, our last segment is called Ask Rebellious. So, this segment, basically, we're going to open it up for everybody out there to access anything, relationships, school, life, any questions you may have, you need to definitely hit us up because we're here to help you guys. So we do have one question we do want to um, talk about. From one of our rebel guys. Mm-hmm. Um, rebels. Rebels. Yeah, rebels. Um, the question basically is just about dating and relationships while young. Like, And I'm guessing considering us young, even though we're like mid-20s. That's but- <laughs> young, girl. That is so young. Y'all not going to make me feel old. That's young. young. <laughs> so basically, 
I what I what I say is just take your time. Mm-hmm. Don't rush into anything. A lot of us are still trying to find ourselves. Um and but then don't be don't be stupid and let good people out of your life yeah. if they've actually been contributing in some type of way. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we think, oh, because we're so young, we have all the time in the world. And then we see these people who thought like that for so long yeah. and they get on into their later years mm-hmm. and then they're lonely. They have all this success. But nobody but, to share with. Right. Um, so I think with dating when it's when you're young you just have to be very mindful of the fact that like if you do want a future with somebody else or if you want a family you have to be mindful of the fact that like you can't be out here running these streets forever mm-hmm. um if you do have the need or the urge to want to actually settle down mm-hmm. then you um you have to basically do what you have to do and so so let's say you meet somebody, y'all fall in Girl. love. That wasn't even in your plan. Mm-hmm. Y'all fall in love, but you didn't want to, you didn't want no man right now. Yeah, you was just trying to do your thing. God's get plan. Your, God's get on your plan. Mind. And now you in love with this. You in love with this person. Yeah. Now what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Um, you just keep moving forward. But again, like you said, I don't think you should just cancel that person out just because you don't think you're ready. If that person been loyal to you and faithful to you and trying to show you that they're down for you, then just go along with the ride. You know, I don't think it's. I don't ever, and I don't like what people say, too young. I don't think it's ever too young for love. You know what I'm saying? Just, you you feel it. When you're in love, you feel it, and you know it. So just just act on that. Um, just go, lead with your heart and not with your mind. That's what I think, all the time. Lead with your heart, but keep your mind, in, at least in the, the driver's seat, or yeah. in the car somewhere. In somewhere to close. Help you. <laughs> somewhere close. <laughs> so, somewhere to help you make um, the wise decisions. Now, on this topic, I remember seeing something a while ago, and it was basically like, um, guys don't marry oh. the girls that they love, that they married the one that's that are there. That's when they're ready to marry. Right. Is that and true? I, I need to ask the guys. Can y'all, can y'all help us out? I yeah, really want to know. Ask, they need to ask us right now. Y'all need to, okay, what y'all have to do is basically go ahead and email us livepurposefully at rebellious.com mm-hmm. and answer that question for us because some of the answers that I saw was that some guys were just like, yeah, the girl that I loved, um, by the time I was ready and I was done to stop playing around, she was already getting married to somebody else. And I dated this girl. She was nice. She was cute. She was there. She was loyal. So, I mean, I did the right thing and I married her. But the person that I really loved, I I, I didn't have her. And I was like, dang, that kind of make you not even want to get married at yeah. all. Because yeah. that makes you feel like... You guys are so... That makes, you, that makes you feel like, well, dang. Like, yeah. You just married me just because. Yeah. Just because. I mean, but... I feel like that also can help out with, with girls, too, because kind of like, for instance, we might have our high school love. We think we're in love with them, but then things don't work out, but we'll always still love them. But we meet somebody else and we get married. So I don't know if it's the same thing. You well, know? no. What they're saying was like, no, I'm still in love with this girl. Oh, see, guys, marry, y'all got a lot of explaining I to wanted do. to marry her, but she didn't want me. Mm. So I had to go and find somebody else. And even though me and her are engaged or married, I would have rather... Mm. had so-and-so and And (laughs) fellas make sure you hear this out because i want to know this one because guys you just they're so unpredictable i would never that's crazy to me to hear that and i also heard guys is only as faithful as their options did you hear that explain that meaning they're only as faithful as what they have in front of them so if they have what's in front of them in so many other women that determines how faithful he's going to be have you ever heard that one i got that quote up i'm gonna post that on my page y'all but so I, that's something else I want to know. Is it true that guys are only as faithful as their options? 
that's something else you guys need to hit us up email us strictly guys we want to hear from the guys let us know if that's true so yeah that's the Axe Rebellious segment. So make sure you guys ask us all questions we want to hear from the guys from this segment because we got a lot to talk about, okay? And as we get ready to close, basically, I just want to leave you guys with this. Going off from my topic from before, just remember to be the best that you can be. Remember, black women, even black men, you have mm-hmm. to be twice as good. And that is so true. You have to be twice as good in this world to get anywhere. There's no, There's no room for... Um, laziness. We have to. We yeah. have to get on our grind. We have to do this for us because nobody's going to give it to us. Yeah, that's true, and that's just where it is, where it's at. We just got to be twice as good. But remember to be twice as good for yourself. Don't ever try to be twice as good for somebody else. Because when you do it for yourself, a lot more comes out of it. So yeah, that is rebellious talk. We're definitely going to sign out, Brittany. Where can they follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at bossyb with three e's Ooh. and on Twitter. With as it's bossy b with three e's. Okay, you guys can follow me on the gram and all social media at just tradia j u s t t r a d i a. And we signing off, right? Right. All right. Until next time, guys. I'm Tradia. This is Brittany.